Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, y'all. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. I'll be trying not to be so excited and extra, but it's in my personality. Good morning. Hey, y'all. Hey, Facebook. Hey, YouTube. Hey, Instagram. Oh, my gosh. Let me share. I'm sharing to some pages. I'm sharing to some pages. How y'all doing this morning? Sharing to some pages. Oh my God. I thank you, Father God. Thank you. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We lift up the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. You are so, hey y'all, good morning y'all coming in. Hey, my Renaissance grandma, hey Mia. Good morning, Jerrica. Hey, Angela Ingram. Good morning, hey, Shaquita. Good morning, Lobo. Thank you, Father God. We thank you. We lift up the name of Jesus. We say bless you. We say praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We thank you for all things. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your love, your peace for giving us a sound mind. We thank you, Father God, for a fresh anointing. Good morning, hey, Key. Good morning, Tremaine. Good morning, Meredith. Good morning, Kirby. Good morning, Keisha. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning, Shania. Oh my God, thank you, thank you, thank you. We bless you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We thank you, Lord God, in all things. And in all things we give thanks. Come on, y'all. In all things we give thanks thanks and all things we give thanks we thank you for fresh strength this morning we thank you father god for your power and your love invading our lives today we thank you father god for your glory Ooh, we thank you father god some for some grit that we can stick to it this morning lord god we thank you for feet that are like hind's feet we thank you, Father God. Your glory is being revealed in our lives. We thank you, Father God. We can trust you with every circumstance and every situation that we face today. Come on, y'all. We cast all our cares on you because you care for us. And we thank you, Lord God, for how well you care for us. Good morning, Crystal. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning, Francesca. Good morning, Masa. We just thank you, Father God, for just... Um, like just freedom, the freedom to worship you, the freedom to love you. We thank you for Jesus. And in just a second, we are going to pray and lift up our children, right? Oh, thank you for that, Tina. You're so sweet. We're going to pray and lift up our children. Father God, we just thank you for your glory being revealed in our life today. Um, Share the devotional. Do me a favor. Just start sharing it. Put it absolutely everywhere you can. We're going to pray for our children. Even if you don't have children, um, you have some contact, Miss Joyce, right? You have some contact with children. So the fact that you have some contact with children at any point, we need to stand for our children today. So we thank you, Lord God, for your love. And Father God, forgive us if at any point in any space we have caused offense. Woo! If I offended you and I did not know it, I'm sorry. I'm just being honest. Uh, if you are connected to this devotional and I offended you anyway, if you connected to my life and I offended you in any way, I'm sorry. Offense is never my motive. And 
one of the things I pray over my life daily is creating me a clean heart and renew a steadfast spirit in me. And I don't want to be walking around and I don't know offended somebody I love and I don't even know. Now, I'm going to tell you something. It's your job to manage whether or not you 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 um, take offense. The Lord had to deal with me on that before. He had told me one day, he said, my mom actually had gave me a moment and it helped me. And I called her and I was like, they're getting on my nerves. They're getting on my nerves. And mother said, Lakeisha, nobody has the capacity to control your nerves. And when she told me nobody had the capacity to control my nerves, I had to kind of flip the script on how I managed my emotions. I was such an emotional person um, that I didn't know I could be in charge of my emotions. And then I justified uh, my emotions because I was a woman. And I said, oh, you know, God created us to be these emotional beings. And he did, but not, Yara, for um, us to be led into spaces that our spirit can't lead us. If you didn't watch yesterday's replay, baby, you need to go back and get yesterday's replay. We are not, thank you, Katina, for sharing. We are not going to be led by the flesh. We are going to learn how to walk in the spirit, and we're going to learn how to recognize the thoughts that we, we may have. Ooh, come on, Holy Spirit. The thoughts that we have, Sandra, the thoughts we have, Deshauna, the thoughts we have, Lavinda, the thoughts we have, Jamaica, that like are not like God. Like we treat them like they like God, but they are not like God because thoughts from God are pure, lovely, and of good report. Thoughts from God are not wicked imaginations. They're not vain imaginations. Come on, y'all keep sharing. They're not um, evil thoughts. God isn't going to tell you to be sarcastic. God isn't even going to suggest that you be offended. As a matter of fact, when offense comes, God is going to tell you, do something good for the person that offended you. Woo! That's growth. That's maturity, right? That's growth. That's maturity. So I had to learn how to take my emotions and ask myself, like, how what's leading me that's one of the things that i love to ask often like what's leading me what's the fear what's the anxiety what's the worry welcome sunny uh what's the fear what's the anxiety right and so lord i'm sorry like i'm sorry for any offense i've caused anyone and if the lord places on your heart for you to reach out to someone like i had to do that the other day didn't know if i did anything at all but the Lord told me a specific apology to send to one of my sister girlfriends. He said, you need to send her an apology and say, I'm sorry if I came off strong. Right. And I sent her an apology. I said, I'm sorry if I came off strong. She texted me right back and was like, I know how hard you love. Right. But it was so much more important for me to be able to. Um, it was so much more important for me be, to be able to um it was so much more important for me to be able to apologize like it was so much more important for me to be able to apologize and i don't i don't even necessarily know what i was apologizing for it was just more important for me to obey god right and so we can stand today and say lord if i caused any offense right cheryl miss cheryl powell you are absolutely right we have choices respond versus react that's a good one if i caused any offense to anybody if I caused any offense to my household, I had to apologize to Judah for something I did yesterday. I thought I was in right standing as a parent. But after I got home and in my quiet space, 
the Lord was like, you didn't handle that right. You didn't handle Judah right. And I sent him a text immediately when the Lord told me that you didn't handle Judah right. And I sent you a text and I said, I'm so sorry for not handling you. I'm sorry if mommy offended you. I'm sorry the way that I did that. And he didn't, he can't read text in school, but immediately after school, he's mom, you're good. Like you, mom, you're, you're good. So when we obey and trust in our act and not even just led by the Holy spirit, but when the word tells us how we supposed to treat people, um, because that's in the word. Sometimes we be waiting on, I'm waiting on the Lord to reveal it to me. The Lord already revealed it to you. He revealed it to you in the word. We're going to shame the devil and put him to flee today because we're going to submit to God and we're going to resist him. And we're going to stop making up like if we ain't had his divine woo, spiritual moment with God that God didn't say. If it's in his word, we are to act accordingly. And once you when you find yourself resisting and not acting accordingly to the word, you need to ask yourself self self i talk to self all the time self what is going on that your love walk like is tainted or what is going on that you overly offended or what is going on that you so easily on the edge or what is going on that um someone can't say something to you without you taking it too far overthinking self 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 these thoughts that you are not thinking but you got to practice this and the more that you practice it the more that it gets better because we have um, memory, we have muscle memory, we have ways we have handled life for a really long time. We have ways we have handled life a really long time and we don't even know. So another thing I pray is, Lord, please put a guard over my mouth. Don't let me say anything that is not like you, but self, 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 what is going on? Show me the places and the spaces in me. So when the Lord wakes us up this morning and say, you know why? Let's pray for offense. Father God, please forgive me if I've offended anyone and let me not assume that I have not offended anyone. And Lord God, let me release any offense that I may not I have towards anyone, right? Like, let me release any offense that I may have. So I told you this morning we were going to pray for our children. I want to just lay a prayer. Um, can I talk about this yet, Lord? Yes, try not to cry. So last year I was going to release a book and the Lord would not let me release a book. Um, but I can boldly talk about that we are actually going to get to release two books. Um, March pre-sales will start. Um, we have two books coming. We have, um, oh my gosh, just help me. We have two books coming. We have Small Bites Still Equal Meal, which is 30, a 30-day 30 devotional. And then we have a 30-day devotional for prayer for your children. Um it's just 30 days of confession and prayer that you can pray over your children. It'll be available online. It'll also be available um, via hard copy. Um, I paused on these books because the Lord told me to pause and I put the things that he told me to put in priority. And now he's come back and said, OK, you can release these books. So we have 30 days of prayer that'll be released for our children, for our grandchildren. And I'm praying that you grab a copy of this book. And we learn a prayerful life towards our children because it's not our complaining or I'm not saying discipline isn't necessary, but it's going to be your prayer life that changes that changes how your children respond to life. Woo! 
my God, if that changes how your nieces and nephews respond to life. It's going to be your prayer life in this season. It's going to be your like arrows, that your prayers become like arrows to your children, to your community, to your neighborhood. It's going to be your prayer life. Like it's going to be your, thank you. Thank you, Jamika. Thank you, Johanna. It's going to be your prayer life that changes. Lex, <laughs> it's going to be your prayer life that changes. I guess Lex is backing it up. It's going to be your prayer life that changes your children, that changes your grandchildren. Judah, you have to get Lex. That changes your children, that changes your grandchildren. It's not going to be um, anything else. It's going to be your prayer life, right? It's going to be your prayer life. I need you to hear me again. It's going to be your prayer life. It's not going to be your complaining. It's not going to be all that. It's going to be your prayer life that changes your children, period. All that other stuff you've been doing, we're going to cast out however or whatever we thought was successful. And we're going to position ourselves in a different level of prayer so that our sons and daughters can return home. Thank you, Juju. So that our sons and daughters can return home so that our children will align with kingdom. And life, Lexington said his life as well. We're going to change Lexington's life as well. Um, so it's going to be your prayer life. I feel that so deep. It's going to be the arrows, the targets, the things. It's going to be how you handle your children. Um, it's going to be the devotional time. Can I tell y'all something? The revelation God gave me, my boys and I are really close. Um, all my sons, my older sons too, but these younger boys and I are like, you know, saying thick as thieves, like we are so close. And I thought it was, can I be honest? I thought it was something, I thought it was something amazing I was doing as a mom. <laughs> I gotta be real. I thought it was something amazing that I was doing as a mom. Right. Like I really thought it was something amazing I was doing as a mom. And then the Lord gave me revelation that our life in the spirit was what was drawing us close. The devotional time, the time we spent in worship, um, the 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 time we spent together in church, the devotional time we spend together. And it's never a forced time. And he started showing me, he said, your life by the spirit together is what has made y'all so close. It's nothing else. I'm not talking about church. I'm talking about how we dialogue about God in the house, how I value their opinions about God, how when they have been in some of the strangest um, spiritual places ever, right? That I have allowed them to be in this space. This last season, when after Josiah broke his leg, he and God were in a strange space but I let him be there. I never tried to force him out of the place. And when I would try to force him, the Lord, the Holy Spirit would just tell me, be quiet. Like I never tried to force him back in his relationship with God. When I talk to them about God, I never try to force them. I always say to them, hey, I'm just going to tell you um, from life lessons. There ain't nothing. I told him last night, I said, there ain't nothing this world got to offer you. There ain't nothing. So watch your spaces that you're in. Watch like I just kept sharing with them last night. I said, um, Jesus did go among the sinners. That Jesus did go amongst the sinners, but he changed them. They never changed them. So when you find yourself in a space where 
the people around you are affecting you or pulling on you or changing you or pulling you into sin or drawing you away from God, then you have to check the influence of that relationship on you because you are to change people. People are never to change you and you are to influence people to be more like Jesus and more like God. You are not supposed to be influencing people in their fleshly places. So I told them that last night and the Lord just began to realize, realize and tell me and talk to me and say to me, like, you know, it's not it's the heavenly influence you have, right? I remember one time, and I'm just sharing this. I gotta, I feel this, I'm gonna share this, and then we're gonna eat the scripture today, right? And we're gonna pray for our kids and we're gonna eat the scripture. Um, I remember one time I was talking on a friend with one of my friends, and she was in a hard space with her children, and Judah ran in and he broke the conversation up and he said, Hey, can I tell you something? He said, My mother has never forced her God on us. That was not my case with my older children. That was not my case with my older children. Now, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I stand by that. But he said, my, my mom has never forced her God on us. My mother simply presented God in the way that she lives. And I wanted to know her God. Like, I wanted to know this God that my mom trusts. Same thing. Josiah came to me one day. He said, Mama, you make me want to know your God. Like, you make me want to know your God. You make me want to love your God. You make me want to. So I've never had to force. Now, I did that the first round with the older kids, and it caused some problems in our relationship later. But as I grew in wisdom and stature, <laughs> as I grew in wisdom and stature, God began to reroute me, to remind me that the fruit they eat off my tree, um, how I live as an example in front of them, um, whether or not Sierra, um, whether or not um, my life was reflective of what I showed them out loud, like what I showed them out was my life really according to my telling them to love and treat people right. And I'm gossiping at home or I'm gossiping on the phone. Um, I remember one day Judah had asked me to share something with him. And I was like, I don't want to share. I was being honest because they eat up everything in the house. And I was like, I don't want to share it. Well, we have a list of family rules in our house. And one of our family rules that we have in our house is sharing with one another. And he called me on it. He said, so we're not following the rules of the house because you want to be selfish in this moment. And I was so convicted. Right. And then when he was in a hard season, yeah, just being LMJ, Mary, uh, when he was in a hard season, when he was in a hard season, and Judah went through several hard seasons. And I remember he was in a hard season in school. And he's okay if I tell you this. And he had used some language at school. I think it was maybe second, third, or fourth, fourth grade. Used some language at school that was not conducive to a child of mine. I ain't going to say a child of God, a child of mine. And I said to him when we got in the car, I said, hey, bud, how was your day? I already knew what had happened. I was waiting on him to tell me. I always try to provide a space for him to tell me his sins, not me to try to correct him immediately. Say, hey, bud, how was your day? And he simply said to me, you know, I, it was good. Then he was like, well, I did something and da, 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 da. And so I just simply asked him, I said, do I talk like that? And he said, no, ma'am. And I said, if I don't talk like that, then you don't talk like that either. If I talk like that, then you can talk like that. And sometimes we'll say as an adult, well, I'm the adult. They don't get to do what we do as an adult. And I agree. There are some things that they don't get to do until a certain time. But when it has to do with morality, when it has to do with character, when it has to do with integrity, when it has to do with how I treat others, 
I am to be the living example if I expect them to follow. I cannot ask them to follow and I don't lead in that manner, right? And so I had to unplug and uproot some things that I did. I had to start with a letter of repentance to my older children. I'm sorry for the ways I offended you. I'm sorry for the ways I mishandled you. I'm sorry for the way I'm sorry. I had to start there. I had to start with my other children. And then I just began to simply ask, hey, can you please tell me how I can be a better mother to you? How can I be a better mother? Um, I asked my friends, how can I be a better friend to you? Like, I need to know how can I serve you in this capacity, in this season that will make me better to you. And every time I bring them to those spaces that I ask them those things, you know, how can I be a better aunt? How can I be a better daughter? Every time I bring them to those spaces, because the relationship with them is so important to me, they always reveal something to me that I was not paying attention to because they're them and they know how they want to be treated and they know how they need to be treated. And even as a male, like when I did to Judah yesterday, the Lord has spoke to me. He said, you cannot do him like that. You will you will pit the enemy will pitch all against each other if you ever do him like that again. Right. Like you cannot do him like that. And I was acting out of frustration. So as the Lord began to reset me and recenter me, um, it led to an apology and it led me to be in a position or a place that I'm not assuming as the parent, I know what they need because internally there are some things they have identified about who they are that we may be missing because of who we want them to be. Ah, that's strong or how we want them to be or how we feel like they should show up. So I had to reroute myself. And can I tell you something? I'm going to give you just a little bit of something. Can I tell you what was pulling on me um, and leading me into these bad decisions as parents? It, as a mom, it was really anxiety. And the Lord gave me the scripture this morning. I was like, why are we here again? But I, I thank you, Father. I have anxiety about parenting. I had anxiety about trying to get it right. Did the same thing as a wife at first. I had anxiety about being a wife because I never had the examples that I hoped to have. So I had anxiety about being a parent. And that anxiety was what was leading me into my decision making. So we're going to pray for our children. I'm going to give you the scripture. I'm going to give you the verse and the word on anxiety. And then we're going to pray for our children. We're going to pray for our grandchildren. And we're going to release some stuff this morning because some of us have been all, yep, self-reflection and accountability. Some of us have been operating in a truth and not the truth. Y'all hear me? Some of y'all have been operating in a truth and not the truth. Woo! So you got to start asking God, Lord, I need you to show me the truth because I've been operating in a truth and your glory isn't being reflected in my life in my household, in my, I'm operating in a truth and the truth. And sometimes a truth comes from the things, Pastor Mary, that I had happened to me as a kid, right? And the a truth, uh, a truth comes to me when I um, have never really been led by the Lord, right? And when I feel resistant, see, when I start feeling resistant, then 
anxiety tends to be the next decision maker for me. That's why Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, we learned it last week. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not into your own understanding, all your ways. Acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. So stick with me just a few more minutes and we're going to get this out. And then we're going to pray for our children, our grandchildren. And even if you got adult children and you through, you like, Lakeisha, I'm through raising kids. That's fine. What we're going to do is we're going to still pray that those relationships, because something that you potentially planted in your adult children may be affecting how they're parenting right now. Or something you potentially planted in your adult children may impact how they um, parent in the future. Or something that was planted in you may impact because you a child, you can receive this prayer for yourself. Um, um, something that you planted in was planted in you may in fact pack the parent that you come. Pastor Mary said parenting out of anxiety because of past personal mistakes and toxic decisions. That was me too. I was so busy trying to keep my kids from repeating the things that I did that I had put them into a spiritual prison that was not allowing them to be effective, to grow and to walk and be with God the way that they needed to because of my own personal mistakes and toxic decisions. That really, that's really what was leading me past the marriage. So let's read Philippians 4, 6 and 7. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and mind, right? This this verse by Apostle Paul, this verse by Apostle Paul um, is encouragement and prayer, right, for the Christians in Philippi. So he's writing to them while he's in prison. <laughs> That's deep within itself. Paul is writing to him while he's in prison. He's writing to them while he's in prison. He's in prison and he's exhorting the church of uh, Philippi and he's saying to them, um, to follow his example. And he's encouraging them to speak the word of God without fear. Woo! He's encouraging them to speak the word of God without fear. To all of y'all who feel like when you start speaking the word of God, when you start declaring the word of God, that hell seems to break out, break out. It's not. What's happening is hell is breaking loose and it may look like hell is breaking out in your life. But really what's happening is hell is breaking loose. And so it's going to look scrambled for a minute. Woo! Come on. That's a word. It's going to look scrambled. It may look crazy for a second. But hell is not. You know, hell just, every time I get in this position, hell breaks out in my life. Hell is not breaking out. Hell is breaking loose. Because when you um, dwell in the secret place, of the most high and abide in the shadow of the almighty Aunt Cheryl, you can't be touched. <laughs> See, you can't be touched, but because we have been thought that when we start praying or we start spiritual warfare, that oh, hell is just breaking out of my life. No, hell is breaking loose. And what happens is when you assert the word of God, hell will begin to grapple for stuff. Hell begins to look for stuff. Hell is trying to hold on. Principalities and demons and all the strongholds are trying to hold on and to get a grip on the places that they used to have a grip on. But they are not, they can't, right? Because the word, the oil, come on, y'all. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. When the shepherd oils his sheep, it's to keep the vermin, the nits, the gnats, 
but the oil that flows off of your life when you apply the word of God to your decisions, when you apply the word of God to your circumstance or situation, hell is not breaking out. It's breaking loose. And the oil makes the hand of the enemy slick, auntie, where he can't hold on or he can't be in the right position. Why? Because if it's slick, if it's oily, I don't have anything to grasp. So change your perspective. Hell is not breaking out because I'm quoting or standing in truth. Hell is breaking loose. Hell, the, the strongholds the strong towers the things that have been happening are actually breaking loose and coming up out of my life you got to see this thing differently hebrews 4 and 12 tells us when we we apply when we use the word when the word is being used is dividing what's of god and what's not of god so when the word is being spoken or declared or prayed it's not hell breaking out because some of y'all have been passive. Every time you felt like hell broke out, you backed up and you closed your mouth. But the Lord has told us in Proverbs that 17, I think it's 21, 17, 21, wherever it is in there, life and death is a power, is the power of my tongue. So if God gave me children to birth, then I have power and authority to speak life over them through the word of God. But if the enemy has set me in a position and place to make me anxious woo, by my past, make me anxious because it looks like it's not working, make me anxious, then the Holy Spirit has hit the scene today to sharpen my skills so that I understand that every time I loose the word of God, Hell is not breaking out against my family. It's being loosed. <laughs> it's being loose. The strongholds are being loose. The principalities are being loose. So here, here, here's Paul saying to Philippi, you know, without fear. Woo! That's Philippians 1 and 14. Without fear, speak the word of God. Woo! Come on. Without fear, Shanquita. Y'all give me five more minutes and I'll wrap this up. Without fear, speak the word of God. You're never going to be in a position and place where you don't live in your life without worry. But the decision that you have to make is without fear. I am going to speak the word of God. I am going to say what the word says about my children. I am going to speak what the, I don't care what shows up without fear, right? Without fear. I'm going to speak the word of God. So, Philippians 4 and 6 and 7 tells us how we can become less anxious. That's all he telling. He said, here's how you're going to become less anxious. You're going to pray. Woo! You're going to pray. <laughs> you're going to pray. That's what he said. He said, you're going to pray. Then the next you're going to petition. <laughs> and when we petition, we're asking God. A petition is a request. Lord, remove them from evil. Lord, take the drugs out their mouth. Lord, help them in their sexual identity. You're going you're gonna to ask. There's an ask. You're going to pray. You're going to petition. Your prayer, you're going to start with, Lord, bless you, praise you, magnify you. But you're going to petition. There's something specific that you're going to ask him to do. And tell, let me tell y'all something. For those of y'all 
that are already in a relationship where your children are offended by you. Stop sending them them prayers. There is a time when they will be pliable to receive it. Put it in a book and you can hand it over to them later. But they are already offended by you. So everything that you suggest in the spirit, because they have yet to yield to. And I'm just, and I know somebody said, this ain't hard. I'm doing what the Lord tell me. Go back and ask. One of the things that I had to stop doing is showing up as my kid's pastor, my older kid's pastor and spiritual leader, and just really become their friend. And I was praying, but I was praying behind the scenes because every time I sent them something, it the enemy would scramble it and make it seem so horrible. So the Lord had to give me a wisdom and say, keep praying, but don't send that to them right now. They're not ready for that, right? They're not ready for that. So then the first thing that I began to pray was, Lord, make their hearts pliable. Creating them a new heart. Remove them from them the heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh so that they can hear and receive and know how much I love them. Like, let them know that when I'm like, but they had already been beat up by the word. So when you get beat up by the word, it's hard for you to receive the word. When you've been beat up by the word, people talk about church hurt all the time. And we don't talk about the hurt we cause in our house behind our religious ideologies and on thought processes because we force things, right? I was speaking to a parent the other day who their child right now does not believe in God, but their child has also been in some very bad mental spaces, right? Now I'm talking to them, we talking. And I call them and I said, I know your normal process is to force her to go to church, but I need you to do me a favor. Don't force her. <laughs> because she had just did like 60 days of care in a mental institution. So she, we know already she's not good. Do me a favor. She says she don't want to go to church. Right now, don't make her. I know that's going to be difficult for you. I know it's going to be hard. I know it's going to be seeming strange. But right now, we got to trust the process of the father so that he can pull her and not you because he, she's already offended by it. She's already offended by the situation. And he's married. And he was like, but my wife already did this. I said, yeah, ask her to back up. Because if she back up, if she back up, then the Lord can go to work. So prayer and petition. We praying, petitioning. We asking God for something. And then we're making sure that we're not doubting what we ask God for no matter what we see it. And then we're asking the Lord, Lord, help me with my unbelief. Every time I feel like it's not working, I'm asking the Lord to help me with my unbelief. So I'm praying, I'm petitioning, and then I'm expressing gratitude. And one of the things that I do every time I find myself that the picture doesn't look like what I'm praying, I just start worshiping God. When the, when the picture doesn't look like what I'm praying, that I'm just worshiping God. And then the last part of that is trusting God. This is where my faith is gonna have to over, overrun my fear. And the only way that I'm gonna be able to do this is in a spiritual walk that's gonna draw me into a deeper place and draw me into a deeper position in which I trust God more than I trust myself. I trust God more than I trust 
myself, that I trust the Holy Spirit, especially if they have been baptized more than I trust myself, right? Because me pinning it to hold on to it is just, I'm telling you, I've been through this. <laughs> I've been through this so many with adult children. I done, I done, been, I done been through this. So prayer, petition, expect, expressing gratitude, and then we trust God. Woo! We we trust God. Jesus offered up prayers all the time. We need to do, we need to. So let me give you this real quick. We regularly, Lord, help me reduce my anxiety. <laughs> I pray that all the time. Lord, help me reduce my anxiety. And then pay attention to when you have anxious, interrupting thoughts. Anxious, interrupting thoughts do not come from God. And I'm going to be honest with some of y'all. If your anxiety is high, your caffeine needs to be low. <laughs> and what you watch needs to be something that's not pulling you into anxiety. I watch very pure, clean things because I've had to fight anxiety. I'm not getting into all this stuff that builds my anxiety high. You need to stay low off caffeine and you need to not watch stuff that's going to cause your anxiety to be high. You got to spend time every day in the presence of the Lord, right? You got to spend time every day in the presence of the Lord. And then if you are having a hard time or your children are concerned, are you feeling yourself put into place? You're going to have to meditate the word of God on a consistent, consistent basis, a consistent basis. Anxiety is a part of the human experience, but God does not want us imprisoned to anxiety for our life. He has provided a solution. So you're going to pray for our children. Father God, thank you. Thank you for every household represented here today. Thank you for every child that you have ever let us come in contact with. Jesus said, suffer unto him, the little children. And we know, Father God, that our children are suffering. <laughs> we know, Father God, that our children are being hindered. We know, Father God, that our children need to experience more of your grace, more of your love, and plenty of your mercy. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, if we are offended by our children, let us release that offense right now in the name of Jesus. And if our um, children are offended by us, Lord God, I ask that you touch their hearts, that you create in them a clean heart, and you pour out a fresh spirit on them today, Lord God. Remove from them the heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh, Lord God. I speak and decree and declare that our sons and daughters are returning to you, Lord God, that they will hunger and thirst for righteousness, that they will have an insatiable appetite for the things of God. Block, <laughs> block anything in their path that would try to pull them away from you. Block anything in their lives that is trying to cause them harm. Take the taste of drugs out of their mouth. Take the taste of sexual immorality out of their mouth. Take the taste, Father God. Open their eyes, Father God. Show them, Father God, the ways that they have that are not pleasing to you, Lord God. Remove them from any ungodly relationship, Lord God, that would pull them away from you. Let them rest and wait on the divine timing of God. Let them put their trust, 
their heart and their hope in your hand. Do not allow the enemy to steal from them any longer. Break and destroy ungodly soul ties, the things that they have been married to that do not glorify you. Pull them out of ungodly places. Pull them out of the trap houses. Pull them out, Father God, from ungodly music, Lord God, that is hurtful and harmful. And we repent, Lord God, if we introduce them to music that does not glorify you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for the purity of our children. We thank you for daughters, Lord God, that are waiting on their husband that will stay pure until marriage. We thank you, Father God, for sons that will wait on their wives and will stay pure to marriage, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that they put their full weight and trust on you. Lord God, reveal to them their purpose today. Let them know how much you love them, how you see them, how you plan to do them good. We break and destroy the strongholds in their minds that has had them in perverse thought process. We break and destroy the spirit of bully off their life. In the name of Jesus, they will not be bullying. We thank you, Lord God, that our children rise above peer pressure, rise above temptation, rise above ungodly things. In Jesus' name, amen. And we ask, Father God, in the name of Jesus, for you to restore our relationships with our children, restore our relationships with our parents. We thank you, Father God, that we will see our your hand today in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. You come into agreement. Just drop amen in the comments. Come on. Drop amens in the comments. Amen means so be it. Drop amen in the comments. Come on. Drop amen in the comments. So be it. 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 And then the word is working. You ain't got to go, I pray for you today. We pray for you on coffee and coffee. We ain't got to do none of that. The word is working. Oh, and Father God, if we have any children that have not received salvation, they are not saved. Lord God, we thank you. You are putting a laborer in their path today that ministers to them salvation, that ministers to them how important Jesus is in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Lord, I thank you that this prayer has been planted and we will see the fruit and the evidence of it in our lives and in our children's lives. In Jesus name. Amen. Oh, my God. Father, God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And give all our parents and our grandparents the strength they need. In Jesus name. Two things. If the Lord places it on your heart to partner with this ministry, we got Feed the Streets this month. We're going to go. Y'all, I told y'all, God has just been showing up. Um, so um, if anybody, if you Feed the Streets, Feed the Streets is the last Saturday of the month. If you want to partner, you want to give, um, send a tie, send the offering. Um, you can go to lmjministries.org and you can give there or you can cash app us dollar sign m-a-m-i-n-i-s-t-r-y and then all your resources you can find out how we give and put those back in the community my second thing is if you are here and you have never accepted jesus christ as Lord and savior this is your moment 
Jesus changed my life. Can you tell y'all something? Y'all already got tattoos like absolutely everywhere. He's not worried about your tattoos. He's not worried about your past. He's not worried about even what you did last night. He's more interested in having you. And when Jesus came into my life, my life just began to transform and he will do the same for you. So if that is you and you've never accepted Jesus Christ, repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And what we're going to do is send you some resources and materials. And then I want you to keep showing up here because I want to disciple you. And then if you want to connect to us, lmjministries.org. Go subscribe. You can get our um, emails that come out. You can get on the list when we share. Uh, we got a pillow talk coming up in July in San Antonio. We got pillow talk in October. We got a women's conference we'll be doing in Flint, Michigan later this year. So I'm just so grateful for all the opportunities. We got the new books that'll go out for pre-sale and be released um, a little bit later this year. I think they're going to be able to be available in April. Um, so we'll, we'll give you more information on that. You want to stay connected, go to the website. Hey, may the Lord bless you real good. That's the blessing out my mouth today. May the Lord bless you real, 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 real good. But do me a favor, go be loved today. Somebody else needs to experience the love of God through you. And the only way that they're going to experience that love is that you show up on the scene and that you extend that love. Go and go be loved today. And I'll see y'all tomorrow at 6 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.